When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Future. We're talking real money. Hi, this is Tom Cock. A couple of recent examples show us again how difficult it is to pick a financial advisor and the confusion around really selecting someone or a firm that's going to actually help you. In one case, a gentleman, I probably shouldn't use that term so loosely, named Christopher Burns, a financial advisor in the Atlanta area disappeared the night before he was supposed to give a bunch of documents to the Securities and Exchange Commission. Appears that he took a certain amount of money with him, maybe a gun. I certainly hope he's okay. He's not been located, at least as of the recording of this podcast. His wife says she doesn't know where he is. People don't know where their money is. That's one. Then, on the heels of that, the trading app Robinhood found that about 2,000 of their accounts have been hacked, trades made, money actually taken out. And here's the worst part. Clients of Robinhood then tried to get in touch with Robinhood and realized there's no phone number. There's an email, and they haven't responded. What do we learn from all this? Well, this is always the $64,000 question, right? How to find help when it comes to your money. Not easy. Don't go to the yellow pages. Well, that's right. They don't exist anymore. Generally doing an online search, probably not the best way to do this either. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But what can we learn from these two cases? Number one, Mr. Burns apparently had access to his client's money, and that's not a good thing. Any advisor, any advisor should be using a third-party custodian, money held somewhere else. For our clients, money's at Charles Schwab. You give us the ability to trade for you. You give us the ability to send your own money to you. But after that, we can't do anything to harm you. Number two, uh, the lesson learned, I think, from this as well is any advisor, any firm you should be able to reach by telephone, customer service is incredibly important. A financial advisor is a personal relationship not unlike what I think you should have with your doctor, for example. This is somebody that you know. This is somebody you trust. This is somebody you can call to say, hey, what about the election? Hey, what about my retirement? Any of these things that come along, you got to be able to directly contact them. And and by the way, by the way, again, Robinhood is not a financial advisor. Robinhood is simply an online broker. It's a robo, which does bring me to robos again. Don't confuse the fact that there's a place that's holding your money that may have a, a, a portfolio designed for you with a full service advisor that is there, that knows you, that knows your family, and really is paying attention to your needs, not just trading your account. Okay, here are the things any advisor should have. Number one, should only be a 100% registered investment advisor, not duly registered. 
most of the major places that you know, the Morgan Stanleys of the world, etc., etc., they are duly registered. They could act as an RIA, but they could also act as a broker-dealer. The broker-dealer is not required to put your interests first all of the time. Number two, any advisor in my mind should charge 1% a year or less on the first million dollars or so. I think you get north of that. It's too expensive. There's no reason to pay more. Number three, only using low-cost index-style mutual funds or ETFs. Come on. Another article this week about Harvard's endowment and how it underproduced the indexes here for the last, I think it was three years. Every piece of academic research and work shows that, again, people cannot pick stocks. They cannot time markets. They cannot see the future. There's no reason for you to pay somebody more uh, for the pleasure of them trading your portfolio to try to beat the market because they're not going to do it over the long haul. Number three, and this maybe is most important, you need to have the right fit from a personality standpoint. What am I talking about? Again, any advisor should become someone who knows you well, who can help you through good times and bad times, make you stay the course. And again, an advisor shouldn't just be an arm's length relationship. It'd be closer to that. I mentioned the third party custodian. Here's another one that I see a mistake. People often go to church. They, they're a member of a group somewhere. They hire somebody from that group to take care of their finances. That is not always the best way to, uh, to find an advisor, which brings me to that. Finding a good advisor sometimes is the words of Tom Hanks in a pretty well-known movie is finding like finding a needle in a stack of needles because they all look alike. They all talk about the market. They all tell you, here's how you should build your portfolio, et cetera, et cetera. And how do you discern between those? And I had a great conversation with a, a young man last night about all this who's trying to find an advisor. And, and I think he thought I sound a lot like the broker he had talked to earlier in the day. How do you find the right advisor? Well, number one, we have a list. Shockingly, that list includes us. You simply go to Talking Real Money, and it says advisors there. You click on that. We have a list of other people we think you should trust. Number two, I would go to reputable firms. Dimensional Funds, for example, has a list of local advisors that are 100% fiduciaries. Here's what I wouldn't do. I would not go online and do a search. To me, that's a little like doing the Yellow Pages thing 20 years ago. Because you find huge firms, smart asset among them, that are simply going to direct you to a bunch of advisors and you're going to be back to trying to make that decision. I would use, again, some outside parties. As I said, Dimensional Funds, has a, they have a way of helping you find an advisor. We have a list of people that, that we have vetted. Yes, you can always talk to us. And I'll put it out there because uh, my friend JD told me last night, hey, it's hard to get a hold of you guys sometimes. You can send me an email anytime, tom at vestory.com, tom at V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. I'll be glad to make sure you go ahead in the right direction anytime. Get a good advisor, stick to a plan, ride out the election or whatever other problem you see ahead, and enjoy your life without worrying so much about your money.
And by the way, we are glad to help you as well. I should have mentioned that. Thanks, JD, for reminding me to tell people that more. I'm Tom Cock. Thanks for joining me. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.